Thank you. This is the second majors meeting of the year. A lot has happened in the world of astronomy since our meeting just three months ago. Uh, two months ago, just two months ago. So much so that I uh, don't know where to start. If we just capture just a couple of discoveries only made by space-based instruments, for example, as you all know, we have managed to ram a rocket into a near-Earth asteroid and change its trajectory. So we are, no longer, we are no longer passive observers of our solar system, but we are interacting with our solar system now. That's quite the milestone. Number two, we have big business capturing interest in astronomy. You probably heard also that Elon Musk at SpaceX Industries has decided to try to extend the lifetime of the Hubble Space Telescope for us by bumping HST to a new orbit and perhaps exchanging the gyroscopes. So thank you. <laughs> and thirdly, of course, I can never leave out the fact that the James Webb Space Telescope is uh, astounding all of us, myself included. In fact, there's a former UA Astro major who wrote uh, one of the first two papers in the world on JWST data um, pertaining to this deep galaxy field. And we're only in October. <laughs> Very well. So the next step here in the second meeting is to devise your plan for your, your astro major. We will, the meeting will consist today of just three parts. We'll have a very short discussion here in N210, and then we'll uh, move out to the courtyard and have some refreshments and get to talk one-on-one -on -one with some faculty advisors. And then we'll come back in and hear about the honors program for those in the program or those who are interested in hearing about the program. Okay, so very quickly, I thought we could just focus on a few topics that probably capture the interest of many of you. If you have very specific questions about exactly which courses to take or what should be your plan towards graduation, then please schedule a meeting with us one-on-one. -on -one. But in general, we do have some changes that I think are noteworthy and that come up often from the students. The first is the Gen Ed update. For those who don't know, Astronomy 170B1, the non-majors astronomy course, actually can count towards the 12 units of credit um, needed for the Exploring Perspectives branch of your gen, the Gen Ed requirement. I'm already seeing that in my Astronomy 170B1 class this semester. We have some astro majors in it. So anyone in uh, astro? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Um, the second topic is just course order. As you move through the Astro Majors program, many of you already know this, but just to reinforce this idea that you start to encounter after Astronomy 250, you get numbers like Astronomy 300A, Astronomy 300B. Those courses can be taken in any order. They don't have to be taken A and then B. And in fact, they're offered every semester as well. That may help ease some schedule tensions. And the same is true with astronomy 400A and 400B, but you have to be careful because those courses aren't always offered every semester. Okay. All right. All right. Yes. Well, I also want to mention back on Gen Ed. Yes. So we also have a building connection 
Okay. Okay, right, right, right. Okay, so Astronomy 333, uh, but by Dr. Richard Poss, is also qualifies for this gen ed learning perspectives requirement. Nice. Okay. And the third topic on updates is that we have in the hopper, we have um, in the near future, we have at least an idea that we will be able to lift the requirement of the independent research for the astronomy major. Now, having said that, if you're in the honors program, two semesters of independent study are still required to graduate. And if you're in the astronomy major, we also strongly encourage you to take an independent study, but possibly as soon as next year, it will not be required for you to do so in order to graduate. That will, this will give you more freedom um, in your final year. So just to kind of add a little bit to that, we, we're working on, on the document that has to be submitted to the university to make the change in our program. If it goes into effect, we think it will. Again, we just satisfy your requirements for your undergrad degree. You won't have to be doing independent research. We had a, um, a demand for independent research. We already satisfied it. Everybody had a quality and great for independent research. And if you have Yeah, yeah, really good points, thank you. And any questions so far? Okay, second on the list of the peer mentors program. Can I see, uh, just a show of hands, how many people have signed up to be mentors this year? Hands high. Thank you very much, we have a few hands going up. Yeah, I think only two of you have completed the training, so do look for your email. And how many people have signed up to be mentees? Can I see your hands as well? Nice, it's great to have particip participation here. We have um, David Smith here to introduce yourself if you don't know him and to tell us a little bit more about the, the Peer Mentors Program or whatever else you wanna say concerning your role. Did everyone wants to know David Smith. David Smith is the one who signs off on your, um, on your graduation. Oh, yeah. well, you guys hear me? All right, I know some of you, it's been you know less than 24 hours since I've seen you. I still got the bruises from the physics volleyball game yesterday. <laughs> yeah, physics did a staff, faculty versus students physics club, and I've got knees and elbows and everything. It was fun and sore. Um, so I wanted to kind of talk about the peer mentor program. So I have, back when Don was running it, I put together a document that has a lot of training, including like FERPA, um, other, you know, um, advising type, you know, how to, you know, work and talk with your peers and your mentor mentees. So for those of you that have signed up to be mentors, please make sure you do that training and just send me a screenshot of, you know, your completion of at least the, the FERPA one. Um, that way you know that you can talk about those, uh, what that means and what the law means for you. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is who here is planning on taking Astronomy 300A in the spring? Okay, for those of you who are planning on it, have you completed 321 or 204? 
Okay. If you, if you are planning on taking 300A and 321 and 204 concurrently next semester, please let me know because there is a time, con time conflict that we're trying to resolve. So far, I've got two that have confirmed. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that was going to be under sticking points. Oh, okay. So thank you for okay. bringing it up as thank well. You. Yeah, that's right. Sticking points. Okay. We'll revisit it. Yeah. Fair, fair yeah. enough. Uh, the big thing I want to talk about today was registration for the spring. Um, so you guys all saw my email. It's also in the newsletter uh, talking about what that looks like moving forward. Um, I know next week I only have two days I'm available. That's because I'm taking one last ditch vacation before the craziness starts, so I apologize for that. But following Monday, um, I'll be doing full force, 15-minute appointments, get in, get out, we'll talk about your spring schedule. For those of you that have issues about this semester, please let me know via email, and I will schedule time outside of my availability to meet with you on that, because sometimes it takes a little longer than 15 minutes. Um, usually talking about spring, spring schedule I can do in like 10, 15 minutes tops. So it's pretty quick. Um, and then I think that was pretty much the big thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so just make sure that you're paying attention to, oh, that's it. Okay, sorry, one more thing. For those of you that are not in the honors college, that are wanting to take the honors sequence of the phys physics introductory courses, you will probably not be able to enroll yourself. So per the email, you would need to email me on the morning of your registration which with, with which lecture and lab you want, and I will have to manually enroll you that. The reason I have department consent on those classes is because there's a lot of honors engineering students that try to steal your seats, and I keep them back with a whip and a chair. Okay, so make sure you let me know so that I can get you in, because once I open the floodgates, then they will be able to take whatever seats are left. All right? Hey, you guys, I'm pretty new first semester working with y'all. Um, first, He's awesome. <laughs> if you've ever been in another university setting as an undergrad trying to work with the advisor in that college, it's not this good. It's amazing. Thank you, David. Yeah. Um, second, uh, yeah. for real, for real, it's important. Yeah, he does an amazing job. Uh, I'm also trying to gauge something. Can I get like, I, I'd normally use polling, but I didn't set up a poll for this, but I'm going to ask her for a raise of hand. How many of you are pretty sure you know what you're taking next semester? Oh, that's good to see. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so you're not yeah. driving blind right now, like, oh my God, I don't have any idea. Okay, great, cool, cool. Okay, that's okay. not bad. That's not bad. Okay, thanks. So, so Adam. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll keep. All right, yeah. so I'll keep going. Um, how many of you are in? And don't raise your hand yet. There's going to be three courses I name. How many of you are in, are in either, or in all of the above would be fine. Also, 250, 300A, 300B. Go ahead and raise your hand if you're in 250, 300A, 300B. Not, not, okay, not the majority. Okay, so if you're in those classes, I went to all those classes and I handed out a sheet for Adam. If you weren't there, you didn't get one. Skipping class, okay, whatever. Um, but I, if you're not in those classes and you're in more advanced classes, it's fine too, but I just want to bring up, Adam is a free help session. It's a free help session. I'm going to say that again. It's free and it's a help session just for you for free. For free. No money. No exchange of any currencies. I'm for real. And, and, it's, and it's staffed by a group of volunteer postdocs in the department. So these are folks that have gone on to get their PhDs, are working here in the department, and I put out an email that said, how many of you would be interested in helping out undergrads with their homework, with preparing for exams, all those kinds of things, in 196, 250, 300A, 300B? And I got three of them, uh, that have, or four of them that have volunteered, so there's hours during the week, there's a morning session on Wednesdays. Please, 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 don't study by yourself. Don't stay stuck on things forever and not be efficient. Be efficient. Get help in a free help session called Adam. 
It's on the university's uh, astronomy uh, website for the majors program. If you need anything else, you can always email me. If you don't know who I am, I'm Ed Prather. You can email me at any time, and I'll set you up with uh, finding out where that's happening. It's in Parker Library. All right, that was it. That was Adam. that off. Okay, so the next topic I wanted to, to bring up is uh, any of you who are graduating in December or May in the audience? A few of you, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> right. It's, it's all right. Okay, so of course, it, in, you may already be thinking about uh, jobs if you're you know, graduating in December or thinking about applying for graduate school or applying for jobs when you graduate. So you might realize that, um, probably already know this, that it's certainly not too soon to start thinking also about getting letters of reference from the professors with whom you work. Um, oftentimes, that, um, oftentimes, um, the academic advisor will, will write a letter, which is me, Brenda Fry, and Ed Prather. Um, but it's also good that you kind of think about that, meet with us, and try to decide sort of which, which professors you know the best so that you know, they, they can write the best possible letter for you. If you don't quite know who that would be, and, and um, even if you do, then please also schedule a meeting with myself or Dr. Prather so that, uh, so that we can get to know you a little better. The more we know about you all, um, then the better letters that we can write. Okay. Um, there will also be, for example, scholarship opportunities, which we will announce at the next majors meeting in the new year. And there will be opportunities to apply for research experience for undergraduates, REUs, which are very nice programs to get to do independent research projects in the summertime. Okay. All right. So. Now we come to the, the, final, the final topic, which is sticking points, I think. Um, just to stave off any confusion that there may be over who is David Smith versus Ed Prather and myself and, and others. David Smith is the one you go to if you really have a detailed question regarding courses. Or, of course, everyone has to go through David Smith before you graduate. He'll be the one who officially checks that you have all, all of the correct courses taken and, and so on so that you're, you're good to go. Okay. If you have a question such as, should I be taking independent research? How can I set up that kind of project? What do I do after I, I graduate? Uh, that is more the type of question that you can bring to myself, Brenda Fry, Ed Prather, and also our other faculty advisors, Caitlin Crowder, Elizabeth Krause, who's here audience, <laughs> Dr. 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 Crook, Dr. Krause, Dr. Fleming here as well, and Dr. Shirley, who should, might be in the room already. Anyway, he'll be here a bit later to give, to, to deliver our honors program uh, talk as well. Okay. Um, but of course, if you don't know where to go, then just come to us, and we'll, we'll do our best to help you out. Okay. Yeah. Um, 